0: it's 11:02 central daylight time and welcome to the duke of pipso podcast coming to you live from city stadium home of the richmond kickers i'm matt and i'm martin and now let's follow martin to the video gambling machines he could find money anywhere
1: matt i know where the video gambling machines are a lot of where? people think there i can't tell you just follow me
0: Well, okay Am you I guess lost eat, all like? our money. Well, yeah. Well, you're the expert. So. True. True. Richmond
1: Kickers. What sport do they play?
0: Uh, soccer. What do you think they play? Handball?
1: Rugby? I don't I-O. know.
0: Um, no. No.
1: Wow. No. Okay. They don't. They play. Are they good? Are they in in
0: MLS? Uh, they're in like USL, like okay. level level S- Z.
1: That's a USFL spinoff soccer league.
0: They do. Pl- they're actually they're one of the older soccer teams in the country. If you can pro soccer teams, if you can believe that, they're just not very good.
1: I remember the Chicago Sting. Yeah, indoor yeah. soccer, right?
0: No. Oh, uh-huh.
1: they were outdoor. Yeah. There was an indoor soccer they, league. I don't know. Yeah, the we've Chicago already given Power. This, we've given this too much time
0: already. The Chicago Power. I used to go to their games when I was in high school. They played right. at the Horizon, a.k.a. All-State Arena.
1: Okay. People loved it. Let's move on.
0: All right. I'm sure that by using all the new sound effects all like 10 times over in the first episode you're not going to wear out their novelty.
1: You're welcome. I just wanted
0: to let you know.
1: It's possible that we only have the sound effects for 14 days until the Mm. free trial expires. Okay. So, anyway, here's something people will love. I got a couple jokes for you, Matt. Oh, good. What does a baby computer call its father?
0: Uh, Mainframe?
1: 110... one zero 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 one.
0: Okay, so that's like a that's like a programmer joke. That's I, a good one.
1: It's in binary. I'd, mm. You have to know. But yeah. Um. Maybe this one will hit a little closer to home. What do you call a Frenchman wearing sandals?
0: Um. You call him um sacre bleu.
1: I don't know. Well, you don't say it in English.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh,
1: Matt, you know why it's so cheap to throw a party at a haunted house? Yes. Because it's haunted and somebody's going to die.
0: Yeah. I heard you like those kind of parties.
1: Yeah, they're a little bit overrated, but they're okay. Okay. Yeah, so, so you really like those glad glad i could give you a laugh yeah
0: yeah yeah those were good mm-hmm. so thank you thank you're welcome. you you're welcome um i just want to check in with uh some of our history buffs oh good uh, you know it's something we're we're pretty you know we're pretty famous for is uh not only do you come to our podcast to laugh and you know Maybe even be inspired. But you also come to learn a little bit about history because, let's face it, Martin, those who don't know their history are doomed to repeat their- I
1: don't know a lot about history, so I'm not sure how this goes. You're doomed.
0: You're doomed. You're going to repeat yourself and you're going to vote for George W. Bush because you didn't learn your lesson. No,
1: I I think I learned my lesson on that. I didn't vote for him the first time, so
0: I did like now the, I would. Uh, I did like the bumper sticker you used to have on your Exploder. Mm-hmm. Remember it said Regime Change 04?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <I> <laughs> that was one of my favorite.
0: That yeah, that was one of my favorite of your, you know, things that you've done in your life. So. Wow,
1: okay. Well, uh, but, I mean, remind me. Remind me at the end I have some exciting news. Maybe I'll have to text it to you. We'll see. We'll see.
0: Martin, did you know that did you know on this date in nineteen oh six that San Francisco was rocked by an earthquake caused by slippage along the San Andreas Fault? You did It was
1: what I did know that. It was one of the big ones. I think there was I don't know, but there there was a I've heard of it, yeah. There's a song about it that mentions it, actually. It's called there California is. Earthquake, among other things.
0: Yep. Got mm-hmm. it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Don't live in California. So in 1999, Canadian ice hockey player Wayne Gretzky considered one of the game's greatest players skated in his last NHL game. I I know you know that one.
1: Yes, it was. Uh, he got traded to LA and he became... Even more famous. I guess his daughter is now some sort of like Instagram model. So that's cool.
0: Where did he get traded from?
1: The Edmonton Oilers. Correct. So
0: he, he lives. Go ahead.
1: I'd heard a stat on him that if he took away all his goals, he still has the most points out of anybody. I don't know if that's true, but it's something like that.
0: Okay, We're not a sports podcast. No, and also we don't fact check anything, so just go ahead and say anything. It's correct. Yeah.
1: If you took away all his goals, he would still have the most goals during his era.
0: Okay. Okay, that that makes sense. Fact. One more, okay. Well, actually two more quick ones. Okay. 1857, American defense lawyer Clarence Darrow. Remember the Scopes trial?
1: Oh yeah, the monkey trial.
0: Yeah, you know where that happened, Tennessee. Yeah. Um. So he was born in 1857. So he's he's over he's over 150 years old now. That's old. Yeah.
1: Um. But Yoda was 900. Right. So
0: last one in in the year 1506 A.C.E. Uh, Count Pistardo. Laid the first stone of the new Saint Peter's Basil- Basilica in Vatican City, which is a nation state. Yep. Yes,
1: I know that. Um, nice. Wow, he—that's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's now, you know, a little bit different over there, but it's probably still the basilicas there.
0: Oh yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. So well, that's amazing. That happened on this day, April eighteenth.
0: Yep, that's right. Huh, okay. So, you well, know what else is going to happen on this day? I don't. You and I are going to have a, con- a conversation, maybe okay. a fact-finding, uh, you know, brainstorming session about one of our mutual friends and, and you know, uh, baseball luminaries for both of us, the play-by-play announcer... Harry Carey. Sounds great. um, Now, Harry Carey, tell tell me just what are are some of the first few things you think of when Um, I say. I remember that this is
1: pretty common. The first thing I remember about him is when I'd get home from school, typically he was on TV with Steve Stone announcing the Cubs. He did the TV announcing. Yes. Um, Steve Stone was excellent. I th- I mean, Harry Carey was beloved, and yes. I I don't want to take that away from him in any way. I totally can see why. There's some you know, there's some argument about how technically great he was. However, he was into the game. It was something to see. Um, he was beloved in Chicago, as I said. Okay. And I think it was a good pair with him and Steve Stone.
0: Okay. So the first things you think of when I ask you about him are that you used to watch him on TV after school, that tech his technical announcing was suspect and that he was partnered with Steve Stone. Those Correct. Are the th- and he was beloved. Yes. So can we so can we get a little more into the beloved part? By the way, just for the record, in 1987, Harry Carey had a stroke, so from that day on, he did have trouble with his speech. True. Before yep. that, he did not have that problem, and he started announcing. By the way, in the 1950s, what are why is he so beloved in Chicago? Let's.
1: Well, I he was with the White Sox before the Cubs, and he was sort of. Uh... He was maybe a self-promoter, I guess. I don't know. But, okay. you know, he did all the beer commercials. People liked him because he was drunk all the time. Or at least that was the reputation. Okay. It may have been true. May have not been true. Um, I think people thought that he really... He he did. He really cheered for whatever team he was announcing. He was a total homer, which yes. I think people liked. Um. And it was sort of wild and did crazy stuff for an announcer. Like he broadcast from the bleachers and whatnot.
0: Correct. So Uh, I think
1: over time, that built up his appreciation among fans.
0: So just he was a homer, right? That's Mm -hmm. true. He always was. He used to do, do wacky things. He did broadcast from the bleachers and he would often do it without his shirt on when he was like in in this, you know, he, he was not a bodybuilder, let's just put it that way. But then again, back in the seventies, I don't think people cared quite as much about how they looked with their shirts off as they do now. And maybe that's that's a a lesson for today. Yeah, I agree. But so, and he did, he was known to be a you know, a big drinker. Uh he he also didn't pretend otherwise. Um so what about uh what 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 about the whole like him singing the national anthem? Oh you mean or, the no, seventh I'm sorry. inning stretch. No, the national yeah. The seventh inning stretch. Any any thoughts about that? Well, the
1: story I heard was that Bill Vec got him to do it uh, because he heard him do it one time and he was really bad at it and he thought that the crowd would get a kick out of it and then also they would then feel like well I can sing too because he's so terrible at it right. um, True. and it, cer- it certainly became um, whether it's the White Sox or the Cubs his time announcing the White Sox was a little before I was paying attention and yeah, born. Me too. Um. So I believe it started there, but it became nationally known. I feel like that he did this and like he was the best at it. Whether that was actually true or not, who knows? Does it really matter?
0: So, no, nothing matters. Truth yeah, exactly. does not matter. I think yeah. we all agree that on that.
1: That's good. That's out there. It's set.
0: So it's it's true that that they did hear him sing. He would sing the the song to himself. And then somebody heard him and they were like, you got to hear this. He's terrible. And then Bill Vec, you're correct, was like, yeah, look, come on, do it. And he said, no, I don't want to do it. And Bill Vec was like, well, we already recorded you. So either <laughs> you do it or we're just going to play it. And he's like, okay, fine. And then he also was the one that started singing root, root, root for the, and he would say the White Sox or the Cubs. He's supposedly the one that started doing that and making that a thing. I don't. I'll give him credit for that. Well, I, mean, I remember
1: not? for sure going to other stadiums in the 90s and the late 80s, but definitely the 90s, and they sang, like, the generic root root, the home root team. for the home team. Yeah. And now I feel like everybody just puts the team in there and Right.
0: I yeah. mean, so he, he he was a trailblazer in a lot of ways. um, And... So he also was famous for his crazy glasses, right?
1: Yeah, it was basically like bulletproof glass by the end. It was (laughs) so thick.
0: Yeah. Well, so...
1: That's cool. He can see. That's important. He
0: he got to the Cubs in 1981 and took over for Jack Brickhouse. Who was also a legend. Right. And then, then actually his own grandson became the Cubs announcer after him. Of course, he's gone. He went to the Braves, but uh, I, so I was just following along in his story. And then I was trying to figure out. So, you know, Harry Carey is from St. Louis. Like, right. He did Cardinals too, right? He was the Cardinals announcer for many years before he came to Chicago. And then, did White Sox broadcast with Jimmy Pearsall. So oh, yeah. All his all his shticks were pretty much well established by the time he got to the Cubs, right? Yes. And remember the whole thing where they had him dress up like as one of the Blues Brothers, and then he would do like, I'm a Cub fan and a Bud man? Oh, yeah.
1: Well, you know, he was, he was trying to make that cash, you know? Yeah, but t-
0: weren't you ever just a little... Weren't you peeved a little bit as a Cubs fan that he was, that he was shilling for the, the Jillian oh. Dollar Company that owned the Cardinals on your sacred, friendly confines?
1: They also had the building across the street had the giant Budweiser
0: roof for a while too. Yeah, and everyone was like, "Oh, it's Harry Carey. That guy. He he had like some kind of magic spell that he cast on everybody um, because." Go ahead.
1: Yeah. I was you know, he was into uh commercials and cashing in. There's no doubt about that.
0: They still celebrate his birthday. His wife is duchy, is still alive. They he has a very, very, very successful steakhouse in downtown Chicago. That yeah, and m- they like make satellite. so much money. They make so much money in those restaurants. They, you know, it's amazing they even close them, except that they, everybody has to sleep, I guess. But, and he, he was just elected mayor of Rush Street again. He's dead. Yeah. I mean, well, whoa, he, that's you know, the Chicago way, huh?
1: Yeah, he's a legend. You know, I don't know. Are you trying to get at like he's overrated or something? Or no, I just, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't think he's a yeah. sellout. Are you?
1: Do you hate Harry Carey?
0: I don't at all. I okay. just, what, why is, what is it about? I mean, I'm just, you know, we don't have to go on and on about it, but I mean, all he kind of did was just, I mean, you know, he probably drank too much uh, so we can, you know, I mean, give him some, some feedback there. Uh, but, you know, I mean, that was the, our culture glorifies, especially baseball and drinking, you know, it goes hand yeah. in hand. he definitely, took advantage of that i'm not you know if it wasn't him it would have been somebody else i probably maybe i'm letting him off the hook there yeah but
1: you know bob Uke or did miller like come true on,
0: everybody did this. right you know it's fine and they probably yeah so anyway all i i guess i just i'm glad that he was so successful I do think it's funny that probably 90% of Cubs fans just think that the only place he ever worked was for the Cubs. But, you know, people aren't, like we said earlier, you know, we're not all very good at history. Otherwise, if you opened a newspaper in the United States every day, you would see how we continually make the same dumb mistakes again. But I don't know. I, I don't think he's a sellout. I do just think he's funny for for becoming so incredibly successful. And then it's like, the sicker he got and the less competent he got at his job, the more everybody loved him. I'm
1: looking at his Wikipedia page right now, uh-huh. and there's a picture of him broadcasting with Ronald Reagan when he was president <laughs> at Wrigley. Right. I know, it's like, but I don't think Ronald Reagan, who was president, no one, I mean, you know how we feel about Ronald Reagan. Um, But I don't think Ronald Reagan would just go into any broadcast booth with, you know, like the Milwaukee, well, maybe Milwaukee, no, like the Ronald New York Reagan, Mets broadcast booth and go no, on with those guys.
0: No, because Ronald Reagan was from Illinois and he was a big phony about his Illinois. And, you know, he didn't do anything else in Chicago because he's the guy that came up with the welfare queen living in in Chicago thing by the way talk about a an old school yeah talk about an old school enemy of Chicago since we're all going to be hearing about that now between now and the democratic convention about how terrible a city it is Reagan was way early on the train on that one but anyway yes so I'm sure Harry Carey loved every minute of it. And I'll just say about the Cubs about this. You know, oh. they do they do love to jump on the bandwagon when they see pop culture and the Cubs sort of coming together. And, you know, whatever. More power I have to a story,
1: them. I have a story about Harry Carey, and I can't believe I left this out the whole time. And then, Okay, well, we'll tell it. Um, It was probably... It was in the 80s. I think it was 86, 85. And I got to the stadium sort of early, but not real early. And I was down trying to get autographs and stuff. And he came down through the seats to go on the field to do his interview for the pregame show. Yep. Yeah. Um and I, he signed he signed my scorecard and talked to me for a second, but all the players loved him. Yeah. They were like, "Oh, Harry Carey," and they all like went up and talked to him before he interviewed whoever. So, just a side note: I think his charm, whatever it is, that obviously was it worked for him. Well, he was a bigger
0: celebrity than they were. Right. That's that's baseball has changed a lot in that. I mean, that's almost forty years ago. Um. Anyway, no, yeah. So here, so just to finish my point about him. Are the Cubs ever going to be able to have any other announcer that comes even close to being as lovable as him? No. Right. So they painted themselves into a corner a little bit with that. They acted like he, that they've discovered him and made him into this big star, which they certainly contributed to it. But now, I mean, the only people that are allowed to sing the seventh inning stretch now are celebrities, I mean, yeah. come on, that's, I don't think that's the legacy he would have wanted left behind, but, you know, nobody asked me, and nobody cares what I think, so, I think it's time with, for us to move on to Haraz and Huzzaz. no, no,
1: 33, 33, 33, yeah. wow, okay,
0: sorry, I was, I was,
1: yeah, um, all right, so I need you to get your mind together here, Matt, okay, um, Guess what number I'm thinking of? Let's
0: see. Um, 1981.
1: No, it was 33, but I guessed 1987,
0: oh. so you win. Oh, good. Yeah. All right.
1: Um, so you get the option. Do you all want right. to give or receive first, or you I can want defer? You,
0: I want you to give it to me.
1: Okay. Not a problem at all. The name of the game is 33.
0: Okay. Jeep original. Okay. Uh, I assume that's the military vehicle that turned into a, a a car that people buy now and put thousands of dollars in modifications into in order to make it even more capable off-road, which it even from the factory, it's insanely already off-road capable so anything people do is so dumb unless they were to use those things even though they probably wouldn't need them and then they never do use them next convertibles uh, great great cars to have for like 10 days a year last one Boat cars. Oh, so when I was a kid, our family had a cottage on an island in the chain of lakes and uh, outside of Chicago in the far Northwest expanse of Northern Illinois around Crystal Lake and Fox Lake. and our neighbor had an amphicar and yes, you he they had a little garage on the island. there were no roads on the island the little garage, they'd back it out of the garage and then just drive it into the water and then turn the switch and then propellers behind the tires would start spinning and then would just drive around in the water. Huh. Yeah.
1: That's pretty amazing. Okay. Well, Matt.
0: No, it's you, my turn.
1: You showed yourself to be capable at best.
0: Okay. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. All right. Name of the game is 33, Martin. Do it. Farsiga.
1: I think it's one of those like Italian meats that you might get on like a charcuterie board or like a Quiznos Italian sub where they call it that, but it's really all like bologna.
0: Man. Well, true. Listen to you, charcuterie. I didn't mm-hmm. even know your lips could move in the, those shapes.
1: They're fake now.
0: Alright, rebelsus.
1: Some sort of, it's a poison. Uh they use it in Ukraine. They've used it like a couple times. Um it's bad. When they
0: who, who used it in Ukraine?
1: The Russians.
0: Oh obviously. god. Did they when they
1: Yeah. When they killed that guy in who is Saudi Arabian, you know, that's what they used. It's radioactive, that, it's really bad.
0: Jamal Khashoggi?
1: Yeah. That's oh, what he died from. That's awful. I know. All Don't right, one more. That
0: eloquiss.
1: That's a musical term. So hold on. It's sort of like this. Um. That this sound right here, and then that's you what, transition into something else. So Eliquis.
0: You say, "Give me an eloquist, and then, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, All it's right. like
1: this, and then you play Jailhouse Rock. Right.
0: Okay. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, let's move on to Hurrahs and huzzahs, then.
1: Oh, perfect. Um, my hurrah this week goes to downtown Chicago, as it's lovingly called. You may have heard that downtown Chicago has turned into Detroit That if you go down there, you're guaranteed to get robbed. All the stores are closed. There's crime everywhere. Um, I was just down there this weekend. The weather was really nice. Super crowded. It was lovely. I'm not saying that there aren't issues with it. But it's fine, guys. There's a lot of cool stuff to do. Especially now when the weather's getting nice. It's fun to go down there. It's pretty easy to get around. You got the lake. You can get your steps in. Uh, they have Sephora, everything you want. It's right there. Uh, downtown Chicago is not Gotham City. Okay. Don't worry about it. It's fine. That's,
0: that's you. If you, if I had asked you to try to write, give a glowing uh, review of your visit to downtown Chicago. By a person that's never been to Chicago or a city even one tenth the size of it, it would have sounded exactly what like what you just said. So thank you, thank you. Extremely milk toast uh, support, but you know support Thanks. nonetheless. Uh, milk toast sounds pretty good to some people. Yep. So well, thank you. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give a huzzah because I'm just you know as you can tell from what i just said i'm really just an unhappy person that doesn't like very many things yeah that's right keep it up keep it up it makes me stronger i'm like the emperor so um
1: dad twice
0: yep and somehow he returned uh I was watching the White Sox play the Minnesota Twins and, of course, getting embarrassed by them. And the games were also bad, like you said, against the Orioles when we were talking earlier. But I was noticing that the – and the Twins were the home team. I don't like it. I don't like the softball jersey look. I know I've, I've probably said this before because we have literally recorded 143 of these. So, I've probably complained about this one other time. I don't like when you're at home and you're in your pinstripes and whoever's pitching decides the jersey that you wear and they choose the solid color jersey with the pinstripes. That's a softball uniform. Okay. If you want to go play, you know, with, uh, you know, uh, Bruno's uh, Corner Bar 16 inch softball team, you know, down at the park. You can wear, you can dress like that, okay? But if you're a major league player representing one of the major league teams, I don't like the look and I don't support it. And Minnesota made the double huzzah of wearing the their solid blue jerseys said Minnesota on them. Duh. You don't wear the away uniform in your home stadium and you don't wear the softball look, okay? You oh. don't wear Minnesota when you're in Minnesota. That's stupid. Everybody knows where, where you are. You're in Minnesota. If you're playing somewhere else, you wear it because it's like, well, who are these guys that showed up? Where would they come from? Oh, well, let's see. What do their shirts say? Oh, Minnesota. Okay, well, that's where they're from. All right. Huzzah. Oh. I
1: don't get it, but. yo, know, it's cool. It's cool. You're a stern taskmaster, my friend.
0: Uh, Somebody has to hold the line. And it's you.
1: And I appreciate that.
0: Thank you. Well, Um, it's been another great one, Marty.
1: It surely has been. We had a great time out here, guys. I hope you like a couple of our new sound effects. We got about 14 days to try this out, so we'll see how it goes. And we'll see you next time.
0: All right. Have a great week, everybody.